One of my favorite podcasts to do all week long, it's Goldie's Podcast. This is number four coming at you. His team is coming off a 7-1 win over the Bloomington Jefferson Jaguars on Tuesday. They also defeated Moorhead by a score of 5-2, and they've been really keeping the goals against to a minimum. Uh, Sean Goldsworthy, thanks for joining us again today. And, you know, I mean, you look at your team defensively, and I, we talk about all the goal scoring and the defensemen who can put the puck in the net and move it and all that, but it's it's really seven goals in eight games. That's pretty impressive. Well, thanks for having me, Legs. It's always good to talk to you and, and uh, be a part of the high school uh, podcast, you know, across the Metro, so this is good stuff. But, uh, yeah, we, we've really um, been focusing on our, on our defensive, uh, you know, posture this year. You know, I think uh, you look at, you know, D zone coverage isn't just the only way, but we we're really good in transition right now. We we put a lot of pressure on people, and uh, our our defensive uh, units are really good. Our pairs are solid right now, and and then certainly um, when we keep our shots down and and stay out of the penalty box, uh, we have a pretty good chance to uh, to keep people under two or three goals because uh, Charlie Glockner's a heck of a goalie. He sure is, and he's a uh, well-experienced. You know, you always try to get traffic, deflects, uh, deflections, and, you know, now we're shooting the puck, you know, ankle, knee, waist high on players. And last night I saw a beauty uh, that came in and hit uh, Teddy Lagerback uh, right toward the midsection of his body and carry him its way into the net. Uh, really more of a result of his hard work and grind to go to the net. How much of that stuff do you guys work on with traffic and noise? Well, we work on it daily. You have to. Um, this is something at the high school level and, and really in the college and the program that is underrated. Um, you know, as kids come out of youth hockey, there's not a lot of emphasis about traffic and and uh, taking the eyes out of the goaltender. But you know, as, as you've seen, uh, goaltending is, is as good as it's been uh, in, in any time. I think uh, whether you're talking the NHL, college, or, or high school, the the uh, average goaltender out there is, is significantly more prepared and, uh, you know, uh, better than the average shooter. So you're starting to see 920 save percentages is, is a normal. And, uh, you know, back in 10, 15, 20 years ago, uh, 90 was, was a good number. So on save percentage. So you got to get the eyes of the goaltender. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, you got to create some traffic. Uh, we, we work on it daily. It's it's something we add to every drill, every zone entry rush. And uh, it takes a while for the kids to buy in. Uh, we give it some nicknames. You know, we call it dodgeball at times. So uh, they like to have a little fun with that. But uh, you, you, you got to get you gotta get there. And, and one thing that's been consistent over time in the game of hockey is if you get to the net, you're going to score goals. So it's, it's hard to score them from the perimeter. It's hard to score them from the half wall. Uh, especially with good goaltending. Yeah, it really is. And uh, the, you, your goaltending point is well suited. And, you know, it's from training to equipment to a better understanding of the position and percentages. And uh, it forces you as uh, coaches and players then to adjust the games and, and find better ways. And, you know, the one thing that I've noticed about your team that I, I really like, and I'm thinking of Josh Litke's goal from the blue line. He took a feed from Grant Doctor. I believe he's on his off uh, offside there. He walked about a step and a half and uh, just wired a, a quick wrister, I believe it was, about six inches off the ice. 
I mean, those guys, you know, they're one and two in your scoring on your team and their defensemen. How much, I mean, you don't see that often. So from your perspective, how much of a luxury is that to take uh, the pressure from the back to forward if they're just that good? Well, it starts with just we don't spend a lot of time in our own D zone. You know, we, yeah. we have clean breakouts. We, we move the puck north pretty darn good with those two guys on the ice. And, and then we're not afraid to, you know, put out Will Crow, another senior defenseman that played in the elite league, along with uh, James Miller, a junior defenseman. All four of those guys played in the state tournament on a regular shift last year. So we feel really good about those guys, uh, you know, moving pucks north. But certainly in, in today's game, if you're going to hit four or five goals a game, um, against good teams and good goaltending, you got to add an extra player. And we believe in, in getting a defenseman up in the play and, and, and create more, more than just a, an even rush, but you got to create an odd man rush. And, and those two certainly feed off each other. They share the puck really well. Um, they're both playing in an era right now that really rewards a puck moving defenseman rather than someone that just kind of plods around a little bit. It'd be really fun to watch someone like a Mike Crowley play in today's era. Uh, yeah, totally. You know, he was he was dominant back in the '90s, but I think he would be even better today in today's game. So um, it's it's fun to watch these guys play. They snap it around pretty good. But you know, I, we have a D coach in Jack Hillen here that works with our varsity JV kids, and Jack is a big believer in habits and concepts and and really pushing uh, fundamentals on the kids. So we spend a good 15 minutes a day on shots like that. So. You know, what you saw last night with Josh scoring, uh, you know, I think he had three, but on, on one of his goals last night was a quick wrister. You know, he does that 15, 20 times a day in, in practice. So that's just a, that's just a habit, and uh, we, we really believe in his hard work. Uh, you know, you're right about Jack. He's just such a, a smart thinker and a very intelligent young man, and he spent his time and paid his dues. And it's really great to see uh, what he's learned along the way being shared with uh, so many players across the board. Now, coming up, you've got the Chaska Hawks. They're 4-4. Four and four. They're an interesting group because, uh, you know, Eastview's not a bad hockey club. They uh, defeated them 5-2. Then they beat a common opponent with you and Blake. Uh, as well, uh, they beat Cloquesco Carlton, which is highly regarded. Lost to a very good Rosemont team, and so uh, you know it looks like for them it's a matter of uh, which one you're going to get. And uh, if you get the Chaska team that's on, and you being the number one team, I'm sure they are. What are you expecting from them on uh, on uh, Saturday night at the community center? Well, we're expecting their best game. You know, they, they got a lot of really high-end players that get up and down the ice and can score and defend. And, you know, uh, there's there's legitimate conversation that they might have on the better defensemen and better forwards in the state. And I, and I couldn't agree more. Uh, I really like their squad. I, I like what Dave does with their program. And they get up and down. They gave us a, a, a really, really tough game in the section semis last year at uh, Braemar. Uh, that that game was highly contested. It was up and down. It was, the shots were fairly even. Uh, so we're expecting a one goal game with those guys. I, we don't really look too much into score comparisons. Uh, high school hockey's uh, got too many ups and downs. Totally uh, injuries, illnesses, uh, good play, bad play, uh, good weeks, bad weeks. Uh, you just never know. So when you start comparison on scores, I think it gets a little toxic. So. We're expecting a one-goal game with those guys. We think they're one of the better teams in the state. Um, a lot of our kids have played together, so there's relationships there. They know each other pretty well, so there won't be a shortage of energy or, or compete there. 
So it should be a really good game. It's it's going to be one of our bigger tests. We've certainly circled it on our calendar because it's a section game. It's a section two game. So we feel like uh, you know they're they're there, and and uh, there's what reason why we try to you know create a, a really high end schedule because games like that will get you ready when uh, when it comes around to playoff time. Well, those matter, and, and you know you're right on the scoreboard watching. Uh, you know you leave that for the fans and uh, for the coaches and, and and the teams. You know matchups matter. You know so, um, and then looking ahead, you take a Christmas break, and then you've got uh, the uh, tradition at the park at the St. Louis Park Rec Center, and uh, you have a three-game round robin with uh, Cloquet, Asco, Carlton. I'm really looking forward to that game. Maple Grove is looking really good, and uh, Elk River Zimmerman, I've seen a lot of them, and, and they're big, uh, a, quite, quite a big hockey club. And uh, the, it'll be fun to watch those three types of games. So you've got plenty of things coming up. I'll have most of those games streaming, so I'm excited about that. And uh, looking forward to uh, seeing some more of you guys and uh, – doing the things that you do final question for you here goldie um as far as the team coming together you know now it being you know about the third way about a third of the way through the season how, how do you feel about how the boys are, are are gelling as a group and accepting roles and, and executing well no, yeah i mean pretty good right now i mean we feel like we're we're, we're progressing and getting better but uh, you know as i mentioned i think in an earlier podcast you know this is a new group this is a different group of kids different group of personalities and uh different skill sets so we're we're starting to form an identity i, I think our kids are uh are starting to you know figure out what works for them and and how their um you know the compete level needs to be every night so it's it's gelling. I mean, uh, th- this past uh, game was our first game. We think where we were, uh, you know, almost 100% healthy. We we've been uh, down one guy almost every game. So it'll be interesting if we get everybody healthy and and back. You know, we've had some cases of mono, and then we've had a couple injuries, and then uh, there's this uh, you know a little a little flu virus bouncing around uh, uh, the western suburbs here. So. You know, I, I think uh, that allows other kids to get opportunities and play, and I, I think it really accentuates our depth. Um, we're able to plug in different kids in at different times, and they all get their chance. So I think, uh, you know, I, I've been pleased so far. They, they really work hard. They're a fun group to be around. They, uh, You know, similar to last year, the one similarity that I've seen with these kids is that they really like to live in the moment. Um, if they took one thing from last year's group, uh, it, it wasn't as much about, you know, skill sets or, or role playing. It was more about, Hey, let's just live in the day. Let's just sure. come to practice on Wednesday. Let's have a really fun, good practice on Wednesday. And then we'll see you tomorrow on Thursday. And I think there's something said about that. You know, we live in a society that's got so much social media and in comparisons and, you know, like Facebook and Instagram and, you know, like texting and you just get lost. And, and next thing you know, you're living in the past or you're living two weeks ahead and, you just forget about today. And, and I think the one thing we we've been really good at with our staff and our kids the last year and a half, two years, is just, let's just be good today. Let's just get better today. Let's have fun today. Let's compete today. And the rest of the stuff will just take care of itself. If people want to compare us to other teams, let them, uh, we know who we are. Uh, we, we know there's going to be some good days and some bad days and, and we'll shrug them off and we'll get on to the next day. So, uh, you know, last night was a good win for us. Uh, Jefferson was a really good team last last night. They improved a ton under Coach Bewilder. Um, They're competing hard, but we're already on to Wednesday. Uh, I've already seen a couple of the kids bouncing around here. So 
uh, we're on a Wednesday, and, and then uh, you know we'll we'll get to Chaska on Saturday. <laughs> if you're if you're a high school hockey fan, make it uh, a priority to come out and watch this Minnetonka team play. The Skippers are terrific. They're entertaining. They're talented. They're skilled. Uh, their power play clicks at 33 percent. Their PK is solid at 85.7, 86 percent. Really good across the board. This is a fun hockey team that has a personality. And, and Goldie, uh, I'll leave you with this. I always say there are teams when I do this that are likable and then there are other teams. Your team is a very likable team. They're fun to watch. They're fun to watch create and evolve and they play the game with purpose, passion and heart. And it's evident to watch each and every time. It doesn't matter the situation. They are very hard to play against. So tip of the cap to you, buddy. This team looks really good. Thanks, Wags. That's that's probably one of the best compliments I've heard about this group in in the first uh, month and a half here. Uh, we really preach that. We just preach about you know, like I said, living in the moment, but playing hard, being hard to play against. And uh, we we think we got kids that that care about the game and doing it the right way. And and uh, that that's something that's it gets tough. You know, you get into a scenario where a lot of the the calendar year in our um, culture of hockey is there's a lot of tryouts, you know, there's a lot of, uh, individualism, you know, uh, the spring and the fall is a heavy recruiting time. The summer is a heavy recruiting time for a lot of college coaches. And these kids are at tryout scenarios and, and they get off, they get off kind of forming an identity with a group. And, uh, one thing that's been really good for us is we've been able to create an identity. And I'm glad you can see that because, uh, our kids care about each other and, and hopefully you can see the love out there and, and how much they uh, play for each other as much as they play for uh, the game. You certainly can't tip the cap to you and the boys. It's a great environment, uh, great, great to watch. And uh, I'll be catching up with you uh, after the first of the year for our next podcast. And uh, to that, I'm going to wish you a Merry okay. Christmas and a Happy New Year, buddy. Absolutely, Wags. You're a good man. You're, you're promoting the right level of sport. Uh, high school hockey is one of the uh, best things going right now. It, it really is. Uh, you, you know, you, you you can we're focused on our program in Minnetonka, but heck, you can you can swing a dead cat and hit a bunch of really fun programs around here and watch some really high end hockey with a lot of good coaches and good kids. So it doesn't doesn't take much. This is the best time of the year as far as I'm concerned. You get around the holidays, you get some time with your family, but you get to go watch a bunch of high school hockey kids that that uh, compete pretty hard. It's good stuff. Completely agree with you. Thank you, and uh, good Thanks, luck bud. this upcoming week. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. That was Goldie's podcast right here on the MNHockey.tv, and uh, Sean Goldsworthy's team is on a roll. We'll be back with more with Sean coming up in a couple of weeks. So long, everybody.